This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good evening. What a joy to be with you again. And this is Women's Month, right? Yes. In, in South Africa. Actually, International Women's Month was already in March. Mm. But both of them have got the same purpose, and that is to focus on empowering women. Mm. 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 So, Frederick and I decided... Yes, uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, women in the Bible and uh, women in our day-to-day lives and how we can navigate, um, how we can empower or share how women can be empowered uh, in this month. You know, Suki, I, I often see the posters, the large posters that say, in gender violence, oh. and um, and it's so sad that so much of the current violence is against uh, women mm-hmm. and, and 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 domestic, right. and uh, yeah, it, it's really a terrible thing. So I'm so glad that this month um, the country can focus on how we are to take care of the women in our own lives and and the many others that we don't even ever meet, right, uh, but just right. to have the right attitude towards them. Exactly. And because of our program, um, it's about addiction, right? Mm. And I'm sure that addiction plays a very big role in a lot of the gender violence and mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of the abuse and misuse of women. Yes. Um, not only for women who get affected because they become um, addicted, mm-hmm. but also women who are affected by their loved ones and their partners, mm-hmm. um, their fathers, their, their children mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. addicted. You know, uh, uh, Suki, some of the statistics say that um, it is more likely that men are addicted and that it is men that are doing the abuse. But the statistics has changed a little bit from quite a while ago so that there are many women that are also caught up in some hurt, hang-up uh, or habit. Or addiction. Or addiction. And um, so we want to speak to the women and, and let them know you can be empowered to move away from whatever you are busy struggling with. Um, right. Even if your partner or a friend or um, is struggling with some addiction, that there is help, that there is right. hope. They don't have to be stuck in, in that area of their lives. Right. And for women who are stuck in addiction, mm. because that is, happens very often, um, because in our situation and many of the people we know, um, it's men that are addicted. But that doesn't mean that it's not a lot of women, like you said, mm. that actually mm. struggle with active addiction. And there's so much stigma, yeah. actually a lot more stigma for women that are caught up in addiction. And because of their roles, mm. to be at home with children, it's much more difficult for them to reach out for help and mm. to get mm. away mm. to a treatment mm. center. So we also want to talk about or against the stigma. Yes. Because women are people, just mm. like men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why can they not also be addicted? Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean they want to, but you know what I mean. Why is it, why is it that it's more socially accepted that men uh, are caught up in addiction and mm. women are not, allowed, uh, um, you know, are not supposed to be caught yeah. up in addiction? We're just mm. people. 
right? Mm, mm, mm. And with that, I also just want to look a little bit of the role of women in the Bible. Yes, and Be- there are many. Yes, are many. exactly. God had used many women to spread the word and to lead others biblically. And throughout the Bible, women have played a key role in fulfilling God's plan. And uh, there are some very notable women in Jesus's lineage exactly. and his geology, uh, geology, yeah, genealogy. Yes, yeah. that's uh, right, that's uh, right. Yeah. And they've held positions of leadership and responsibilities mm, mm, mm. in spreading the gospel in the Old and New Testament. Sukin. Exactly. Mm. Of course, there are many more stories about men in the Bible. That yes. They're more prevalent, right? Mm. But if you look at it, there are also very interesting women that are portrayed in the Old and New Testament, like yes. you say. And I'm mm. thinking, Frederick, of of um, Proverbs 31, you know, that iconic oh, yes. chapter. Oh, uh, yes, how um, women should be. Yes, that almost shamed me. It used to shame me when I read mm. it. I thought, oh, boy, I can never be like that. But I, I think it's it's more about women in general. It's not about one woman because mm. she sounds like a super-duper power yeah. <laughs> I suppose if you put all the women together in, and and at least they all together would be the Proverbs 31 women. Right. But mm. I do think there are women that are pretty close mm. to the 30 mm. Proverbs I can, I 31 women. Yes, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then um, I'm thinking about the verse that says, um, she's clothed with strength and dignity mm. and she can laugh at days to come. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Sure. Yo, and if you think of the days we live in today, Frederick, it's mm. hard. Mm. Hey, mm. it's hard. Mm. Mm. I mean, with electricity um, increases, the prices and the load shedding mm. and the, the struggles we go through. Um, not only that, with petrol prices, with mm. uh, interest, yeah. interest high rates. Um, I saw um, when I looked in the paper this morning, I saw that from November last year till now, People are paying already 1,500 rand a month more on their house loans because oh, because of the interest, the interest rate. rate, and it's about to go up a hundred another 950 just sure, now soon. Sure, 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 sure. So people, so, yeah. so Suki, I th- I, you know, you are mentioning these issues or these things that are happening around us, and um, you know, in many household. It's the woman that does the shopping. It's a woman that pays the electricity and takes care of the finances. Mm. And um, and this brings a lot of stress. Oh. Um, you know, I know, I, I heard uh, one of our lady friends that um, struggles financially because her husband just refuses to pay certain bills and ref- doesn't want to give her money to buy things that she needs and, and that is mm. required in the house. Mm. So, and that is actually domestic abuse. Mm. So women, domestic violence. And domestic violence, mm, yeah. Because he's withholding mm. resources from her. Mm. Yeah, and many people are sitting in that position and they don't always think about that as mm. domestic violence. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, me neither. I haven't thought about it until I went to look for help for her. And mm. when I realized emotional abuse is also seen as domestic violence. Yeah. But Frederick, we keep on <laughs> wandering from where we were. We were actually saying she's clothed with strength and dignity. Yeah. And it can last in the days to come. That's hard, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In spite mm-hmm. of all these things that we are saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why? Why do you think does the Bible say that in spite of all the troubles? Well, if we look at some of the figures in uh, in Scripture, uh, I'll just mention a number. A few of them is Sarah, Rachel, Rebecca, Rahab, Ruth, Esther, uh, Deborah, mm. and I think of another one in the New Testament, uh, Priscilla. Mm. Is it Priscilla? Yeah, there are and, many. And um, and the, both the Marys mm. uh, and Martha. Mm. Um, that took care of the needs of Jesus. Mm. And uh, the other woman that fulfilled particular roles in fulfilling Scripture. Mm. Um, and I think it is, uh, what is it? Deborah? Deborah. Deborah. Mm. Um, or maybe De- Deborah, I don't Deborah know. Deborah <laughs> that, that actually led the Is- mm. Israelite armies in, mm. into victory. Right. And so even they faced Huge, tremendous challenges, mm. but they move forward with strength and dignity. Yeah. Many of these women that you mentioned have faced astronomical challenges, but they show us um, how women had moved forward with dignity and strength. Or maybe there were times when they really struggled, when they didn't feel that they had dignity and strength. Yeah. But eventually... God came through for them, and they could laugh at the days to come. And that is a message that I want to give to women mm, today. Mm. Um, There's hope. Hey? Mm, There's hope. Mm, mm. And like you said, Frederick, when we look at Jesus' um, role, uh, um, at Jesus' uh, attitude towards women, mm. he set the tone by elevating the states of women. You know, Now that we're thinking about this month, the theme is empowering women. Yeah. And so he did it wherever he went. In a society where women were relegated to second-class status, Jesus healed them. He defended them. He de- um, de- they, they depended, sorry, he depended upon their influence, and he built genuine friendships with them. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if I think about the group of women, I always pride myself, you know, my name is Suki, but my real name is Susanna. And... Uh, one of the ladies that had gone with Jesus, the, the women that supported him in his ministry were Johanna and Susanna and mm, then Mary mm. that went with Jesus. And they actually supported his ministry. So he was surrounded by women. Mm, mm. Yeah, so Suki, this is something that actually that we can talk and talk and talk about. Uh, there's so much information that we can uh, share But let's take a break, and then after the break, we'll continue with the discussion of how women can be empowered from a biblical perspective. Welcome back, listeners, and uh, we're so privileged to talk about uh, women in Women's Month. And, um, you know, women are so often seen as powerless Mm. and um, even seen as weak, as the weaker gender, and but. There are so many things uh, that they are able to do, that they are, can be empowered to do, Suki, and that is in spite of all their challenges. And, um, you know, when we look at the challenges that many, many women have, and many Christian women, many women that call themselves Christ followers, that even in the midst of their challenges— God is faithful, mm. and it is through God's empowerment that they are able to overcome many of their challenges. Mm. Mm. 
That's right. And then also for us in our friendship with one another, how we can empower each other and mm. encourage mm. each other mm. to move forward. Mm. Yeah, maybe, Frederick, I can just mention something um, here. I, don't, I haven't done it before. I also do a little insert on a Tuesday afternoon at 1.30 mm. on Gilmer's program on, um, on, on friendship between yes. women. Mm. So, ladies, if you uh, haven't heard that before and you are around and you want to hear a little bit more about that, I also in this month talk a lot about friendships between mm, women mm. and friendships Jesus had with women and women had with Jesus. Um, but let's just get back to um, women and addiction. Hey, mm. it, it's it's very interesting that um, substance abuse is still more common uh, when it comes to men, mm. but um, it also said um, uh, research had shown that when women get um, into substance abuse, they spiral down much quicker. Oh, interesting. Because mm. they don't have the support mm. that mm. men have. Mm. And many in, in their families, everybody actually calls on them. Mm. And they don't have someone else to call on. Mm. And then, of course, the family gets really, really um, affected mm. if the mom is the one that's struggling with a sub substance abuse. Or even a process uh, addiction. Of course, we're going to speak about that now. Mm. But it also says that, um, I, we looked a little bit, um, I looked a little bit at the newest research and it said that um, women are actually just as likely as men to develop substance use disorder. Mm. And even more, that, like I said, they tend to progress first from use to addiction more quickly than their male counterparts. Because they also suffer with co-occurring mental health disorders. Mm. Many women are more susceptible to mental health illness like anxiety, depression, eating disorders and trauma than men. And they are twice as likely as men to develop major depressive disorder, eating disorder and anxiety disorder. Mm. And up to 99% of women in drug treatment centers have experienced trauma in their lives, such as physical abuse or the death of a loved one. Mm, sure. Yeah. So, Suki, uh, it almost sounds like they're predisposed to spiral down a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, you know, it, it, but it is a fact that uh, they, can, they are caught up in addictions and in substance abuse. Mm. And... Uh, I know that you have attended Al-Anon for quite a while and um, and over there has seen some of the men sitting in Al-Anon because right. their wives have been caught up in um, dr uh, alcoholism, That's uh, right. al alcoholics yeah. or even drug addicts mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and the struggle that those family members have and not mm -hmm. only the husband but the children and the whole family. Mm -hmm. That is caught up, and um, and the dysfunctions that come in because right. of uh, of their addiction, substance abuse addiction. And Frederick, this is why we talk in this program about these things, eh? Because why do people think that Christians shouldn't be addicted? Mm. I mean, of course, <laughs> uh, you know, if you look at the Bible, of course, if we follow Jesus, but we live in a fallen world. Yes. Yes. And it says here also part of the research is that many women report to use drugs to relieve stress or negative emotions. Mm. And studies show that women primarily use drugs in response to psychological stress. Mm. And that's why we often talk about stress and what to do with stress. And I think maybe we need to do that more often, hey? Maybe yeah. do a whole month 
just on how people um, can get rid of the emotional stress. Mm. Because, listen, here it actually says that people actually go to drugs because they don't know how to process the emotions. Yeah. It's, it's because of our wounds that we mm. get that we fall into addiction. But what is very interesting, Suki, is that um, women are more likely to ask for help, mm. to seek mental health services um, than, that, than what men are. I, I think men are very much in, in, in quicker to be or longer be in denial mm. than what women are. Um, it's true. But then the problem comes, like we said earlier, when women need to be... Um, admitted to treatment programs, that's yes. a lot more difficult mm, mm, because mm. everybody depends on mom. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of Mao Zedong. You know, we lived in China for a long time, many of the listeners know. And I know he said that women hold up half the sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's not it's someone true. that I normally like to quote, but that <laughs> sentence is really, really true. What do mm. you think about it? And now you need to be careful <laughs> how you no, Suki, it's, it's very true. If I just think of our relationship and our household, um, you know, the men are busy with their handiwork and working and bringing in finances, and they very seldom are 100% or wholeheartedly involved in taking care of all the things that need to be taken care of. You know, who's taking the kids to, to school and picking them up because – Dad is busy working. He can't in the middle of the day go and pick up the kids. Well, Dad forgot because uh, he's yeah, so busy. That's often that's <laughs> often the case. So men are usually busy with the, the practical, hard mm. things of life, mm. and and mom is required to oh. look after all the others, and 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 not even speak about the married women, <clears throat> but many single women mm. that need to take care of mm. the, their children without a husband or uh, support. And I'm also thinking it's also how the difference is between men and women, how mm. men are wired and how women are wired. Yes. Because men, I know, for those of us who watch The Cavemen, long mm. ago we watched yeah. it, mm. and it's actually also based on research by, was it Gary Chapman? I can't remember the guy who wrote, oh, women are from Mars and, and men from, no, men are from Mars and women from Venus. I can't mm. remember mm. The, the author now, but I remember he, he did research on, um, on how men's brains work. Mm. And men actually focus in on one thing. Yeah. They zoom in on one thing. Um, they just do one box at a time. Yeah. Where women scan mm. and they look at all everything and all things and they pick up a lot of things. The bigger picture. The bigger hey? picture. Mm. So you can imagine the moment the, w the woman is out of the picture to go to a treatment center and the man just focuses on one thing. I see trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we are there to complement each yes. other. Hey. Mm. And then also the sad thing is that women are not only just addicted to substance abuse, but also process addictions. Yes, and, uh, you know, Suki, I, I still attend the SAA meetings and um, because of my, my uh, addiction and uh, thankfully overcome. Mm. Um, I no longer am acting out on my addiction. But in, the, in, the, in those fellowships, in the fellowship of SAA, there are less women in, that attend meetings than what men do. Mm. And I think it's, it's uh, you know, for, for example, the sex addiction. When a woman comes into the rooms, mm. um, men like say, ooh, 
what is this about? You know, mm. are, and, and there's almost been triggered, mm. and w- women feel out of place mm. and at, at dis-ease for being surrounded by men mm. and then saying, I have um, a sexual addiction. Or a born addiction. And there are many, there are many women. I saw from statistics that in America it's even up to, I think, 40% mm. also of women that struggle with, with sex or porn addiction. Mm-hmm. So it's also something we need to talk about because there's so much stigma and yeah. shame mm. that mm. people don't feel they can get help. And if they need help, you know, we often talk about because you're the one struggling with that and I'm the one struggling with a co-addiction. So often it's seen like you know, men are the ones struggling with porn addiction, not women. But in fact, there are actually many women who also struggle with this. Yeah, but that is not, that's for the porn addiction or the sexual addiction. Mm. But how many women struggle with eating disorders? Mm. Um, that's also process bulimia, addiction. Yeah, that's also process, uh, and process addiction. Mm. And how many women um, are perhaps caught up in gambling mm. or in social media? Uh, on their phones mm-hmm. um, sit the whole day with that and almost neglect the children. Right. So uh, women can be caught up in these things, but Suki, there's one thing that I, I really want to mention. Mm. There's hope. Mm. One can get out of these addictions, uh, these hurts, hang-ups and habits mm. because God is faithful. Amen. And, th- and that is what I want to stress, mm. that God is so faithful and we have so many examples, and we're going to be speaking to some guests uh, that are women mm. that have experienced exactly this, how God has been faithful in taking them or their loved ones out of some hurt, mm. hang-up, or habit. Mm. And the emphasis that I really want to stress is, Suki, God is the one that is faithful. Mm. And he is able to bring us into a healthy, intimate relationship with him, with ourselves, with others, Mm. and with those closest to us. Amen. uh, mm. It's so true. There is help. And the main thing is to admit that Mm. there's a problem. Mm. And it's hard, hey? Mm -hmm. I mean, even shopping. There are ladies that have shopping addictions. It's not in the DSM-5, you know, that Mm. book that says what. But there are ladies that whenever, and I know many ladies can can identify with that to maybe a lesser degree. Mm. When we don't feel well, we like to go out and do some shopping. But then there are ladies who do it even when they don't have money and they get into deep financial Mm. trouble because of that. But like you say... It, fortunately, the story doesn't end there. There is, there are answers and there mm. is hope. And please, if you're listening to this program and you don't know where to find help, write to us. Mm. Uh, we, are, we are linked with lots of resources. We, we have contact with many people that we've spoken to. We've made more than 100 programs. Oh, no, almost, almost 100 mm. programs. Wow, next week will be the 100th one. Yes. And uh, so we have lots of resources. If you don't know where to go, please reach out to us. Mm. We can help you and put you in contact maybe with people that you can help or groups where you can get some mm. help. Yeah, so uh, the way you can get in hold of us is through email is Frederick Suki, F-R-E-D-E-R-I-K without the C, and then Suki, S-O-E-K-I-E, all one word, at kpulpit.co. Dot Z-A. And write to us. And um, 
We'd love to be in contact mm. with you. And then also, if you know about someone that's struggling, why don't you go to the podcast, go to um, our podcast address and click on that and download it or, or get people, send people the link to a podcast, to this mm. podcast that they can listen because so mm. many people are so ashamed. There's no need for shame. Mm. Mm. Jesus mm. has died for our sins and there is a way many women can testify. And please stay tuned in for the rest of the month. We're going to speak to several women um, that had struggled with addictions and had become free and were in relationship with people with addictions and how God had helped them. Mm. There is hope. Amen. Just give us that podcast address for you. Okay, so it's www.kpulpit.co.za forward slash podcasts forward slash and into me see. Just get that podcast and, and listen and send it along to friends. Thank you very much for being with us, listeners, and we look forward to being with you next week again. God bless. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.